people today ask me, so what was the best course that you took at Harvard? And, and I always say my best course was, uh, was Squash 101. I gotta think of a good win. I mean, uh, yeah, I know they're out there, but. Uh... I'm James Zug, and this is Outside the Glass. Today we have a very special podcast. It's February, and so it's the height of the U.S. collegiate squash season. A lot of tense, tight matches are being played. And um, today we're going to bring you the story of one of the most famous uh, tight matches uh, that happened exactly 25 years ago. Harvard and Yale, uh, the men started playing each other in 1923, making it the oldest squash rivalry in the world for uh, collegiate squash. In 1994, it was the last time they would end up playing each other in hardball. Collegiate men were switching uh, the following fall to softball. So it was sort of the end of a of a, a long era um, as the game was uh, evolving a bit. And uh, the match was played at Yale. It went to four-all. Yale had dashed to a 4-1 lead and only needed to win one more match to to clinch it. Um, but uh, Harvard came back and uh, tied it up at 4-all. The very last match uh, played in one of the exhibitions courts was between Yale's Jamie Dean and Harvard's uh, tall Ben Shahar. And the match uh, went to five. And in the fifth game, it went to 13-all. But uh, one of them called five, and Jamie uh, Dean went up 4-2 in the tiebreaker. Um, And uh, Tall came back and uh, tied it up at four-all. And then serving from the left box, he hit one of his famous lobs, uh, a lob serve, and uh, Jamie was unable to return it and and, um, thwacked it into into the tin. Harvard won the match, and they went on that weekend uh, to win the Nationals, um, which were also played at Yale uh, starting the next day. Didn't play Yale in that uh, in that tournament, uh, but went on to uh, beat Western Ontario uh, five to four in the finals uh, to win the national title. Uh, amazing match and um, a real uh, sort of uh, uh, touchstone for people talking about the end of the of the hardball era uh, in America. I was uh, able to talk to Jamie about the match uh, three years ago. Uh, we were in a hallway outside a locker room at a club in New York, and so it's a bit noisy. And then last spring, I uh, was spending time with Tall uh, in Brooklyn, and we were in a Starbucks for a couple hours, and we went outside to record uh, uh, our little uh, interview about about the 1994 match. And uh, so you'll hear a lot of people uh, making noise and rolling things as uh, as they came pa- past us on the sidewalk. Um, so neither were uh, pristine recording conditions, but they both were wonderfully honest and uh, really insightful about what happened during the match and how it affected their lives. Jamie, you ready? <laughs> Come here, man. All right, here we go. This is a good interview. This is a very good one. Out the wrong door he did it, yeah, Sam. exactly. All right, tell us your name and where you're from. Sam. Sam. Jamie Dean, Florida. Sam. 
Um, I'm asking everybody this. I wasn't going after you. Uh, I'm asking everybody their best win and worst loss. Let's go to best win. Um, I, 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 I've had some good wins, but I, I obviously would have to think about them. I know one is like, Stands out. you know, epic. Um, but uh, my best loss is well known, uh, falling in a decisive uh, 5-4, uh, you know, one point in the fifth loss of a 5-4 Yale versus Harvard match uh, my senior year at 94. Um, so that's an easy one. What, but, what, uh, tell us what happened in that match. Who were you playing? Um, I was playing... Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean... Forgive me, I'm just like in a daze from, you know, being exhausted from the three games of squash that I played. And <laughs> I'm out of it as I, I, um, it was tall, a, right? Tall, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I had match points and, and couldn't close it out, unfortunately. So. And uh, in the, the fifth game, it went to uh, <clears throat> you were up or he was up? I was up. I was up like 14-11, I want to say. And like... Hundreds of people are watching the match. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was you know it was the last we were the last guys on court. So um, anybody who was there was you know trying to Watch squeeze you. in. Uh, it was on the, the second court there. And uh, did Dave say anything to you during the match or anything memorable happen? No, I was playing good. I mean, I was playing well. You know, had you played him earlier um, that year? No, I don't think I'd ever played him before. Um, and you know he just played. Kept better going. in the, the, the key points at the end there, you know. Um, I think I hit 110, but, you know, I was going for But then a, you tinned the serve, right? He, he had a good serve, and I, I mean, to his credit, I mean. A lob serve know, or a, a lob serve. And I can't really remember, you know, if I, I – I don't think it was just a, you know, wild tin that I hit. It was just, you know, he had a, he had a good serve, you know. You and I failed to return it, you know. But it was, you know, not like it was just a right. – you didn't open flub, it. Yeah. flub that I, you know, could have won the game on. It was like a you could barely get, to get it, the yeah. point started kind of ball that I didn't get the point started. But uh, yeah, that was uh, devastating. I had a lot. I, I honestly was, uh, had some. I've had some. I was thinking about it earlier, actually. I think I played above my level, you know, many times. You know, even in losses. You know, I played some good players. I was just thinking back to like playing a guy like like I was talking to Mark Hinckley about gold rackets and you know a guy like Scott Stoneberg who was like a far better player than me but you know just being on the court with a guy for you know <laughs> good games you know uh you know later in life beating uh you know a Rob Hill or uh um on the hard ball circuit you know or uh um yeah. uh Chris Stevens you know guys like that who were you know older and better players than I was you know right. in their prime at least um right you know, and, and then, you know, there were good players in college that I hung with, but, you know, just wasn't, you know. Did that quite loss, at the level, like, you know. like, you know, collegiate squash seemed so important at the time, right? Like, did it yeah. affect you the next day, the next oh, month, the next fresh, year? Yeah. I wouldn't say the next month or year, but I mean, like, for a couple of days, I, I didn't really, really want to show my face in public for a while. I mean, we kind of partied that night, you know, and, and you know, everybody was supportive of me and the stuff, you know. They were. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously felt like I was, you know, let everybody down, but, uh, um, 
it's to this day, you know, a match I would have much preferred to, you know, have in the win column. But, you know, it's like clearly, I think, in perspective, you know, <laughs> there are, you know, some other other important things that I can, you know, balance that with. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, it's a, a, a terrible loss because, you know, we were sort of winding down the, the hardball. It was the last there. hardball match, you know, right? It would have been a, a great way to go out, you know, great for uh, – the team and for Dave Talbot and you know everybody who you know cares about the the, the program but um didn't do you, pull it off do you remember the first time you played squash the first day uh was so it I remember the first time I, mean, I kind of grew up obviously uh playing with Alex playing and sort of it was always see, watching him play and yeah. then you know picking it up um when you were seven or when eight, I was pretty young yeah. you know and then I do remember going up to New. I was just talking to someone about going up to Newport, Rhode Island, and that was like one of the only tournaments where there was like a ten and under draw, you know. And so it's like teeny kids would would you know get a few matches, and um, um, I do remember going up there and playing probably for the first time. But it was definitely more about the you know the older guys, and there were some good rivalries back then, even at that age. When I was that age, you know, with my brother, guys like. Right. George Polsky and Richard Chin. I remember, you know, making road trips up there and stuff. And um, obviously, you know, the Jernigans were up there. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like there was a so it was good action to sort of, you know, get, get you hooked on it and stuff. But, um, right. uh, yeah, it was just something that at that point in time, you know, at the Heights uh, with the Wine Millers, you know, running it at the time, uh, you know, they just sort of it was all got happening. people yeah. into it and, and right. built it up. So, um yeah, it's like I didn't know any better. You know, to, probably should have played a little more tennis than I did to get started. But um, yeah, yeah, they just got the squash rolling and it was fun. So remember going up to Dartmouth a couple of times. And, did you? Uh, <laughs> having some good battles there. So. Excellent. Yeah. All right, good. I got to think of a good win. I mean, uh, you know, I know they're out there, but uh, well, for most guys, much. most guys, most most people, they remember their loss more than the win. You know, like that, like it's just easier to remember those losses. I mean, my, in my college career, I had more bad losses than good wins. You know, that was partly, again, a function of, you know, getting to a point where I was playing good players, you know, and yeah. it was hard to win, you know. Um, so if you take like a peer of or two of mine, like a, like an Eddie Fishman or, a, yeah. you know, Reed was a good player, obviously. Right. Uh, we, we, we would sort of like go back and forth, you know. But, um, you know, even a Sam Ankerson, you know, who was on team with them, I was playing, like, higher than him every year, you know. Um, you know, and there's probably <laughs> many reasons for that. But, uh, um, you know, I was, you know, it was just, yeah, it's like it was good, good competition. And, um, you know, I, I played a – I won him. I can't even think of the guy's name. But, uh, like, a couple of weeks after losing to Harvard, I won at one point in the fifth match against a – uh, a guy from Western, you know, a Canadian guy. I mean, like, you know, when they do, like, In the, the team round-robin thing. Yeah. So I remember looking back on that as, like, you know. You won it at one point in the fifth match? Yeah. Like, two yeah. weeks later? Yeah, I mean, of course, it didn't matter. But, you know, it was like, all right, you know, I, I could have folded the tent. And, you know, at least I, I uh, you know, kept playing and, you know. Um, Neat. You know, got a, a, a couple wins. I mean, you know, so. um that's that's my uh, only lesson learned, you know. It's just you got to <laughs> show up, keep going, and uh, 
yeah. yeah. Move on. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, I feel like I just you know I don't I don't feel great shame about the whole thing. You know, I mean that that was a match. You know, anyone could legitimately say I choked it or blew it or whatever. But you know, um, as a career, like you know, you know, I probably won a bunch of those matches. Yeah, and I also just like you know, I, I feel like yeah, you know, I, I, I got you know about as much out of my ability as, you know, I think was reasonable to expect. I mean, at some level in any contest, you know, there's a, a mental, like, sort of competitive aspect where, you yeah. know, a couple points either way are the difference. But, um, you know, and you put me against, like, a, you know, some of these guys, you know, Mudgy, Wade. I mean, it's like it's not, I'm not in the same, even just, like, skill-wise compared to, like, my brother. It's, like, not even close. I don't have his, you know racket skills right. and shot making and all this stuff you know right but you know just running around and you know um getting a little like I was also uh you know through pretty much entire junior squash it was like you know this tall Tiny. and you know yeah. so it was only in college that I sort of like got to this great uh, uh, <laughs> godlike uh, physique. physique that I've acquired uh, you know no I mean uh, you know I, I sort of like came into my own a little bit yeah. but um, you know I think I, I, I outplayed you know probably you know some expectations and that was good enough to get me into situations where I could you know have a horrendous loss and feel bad about it but uh, well in a way you, um, you had to play well enough to get to the point where you had match points so yeah, yeah. you didn't and lose then, uh, three love, right? Would, would, would the loss oh, no, have been was, better if you'd lost three love and gotten crushed? Uh, sure. I mean, you know, I, I guess, you know. No. Like, like in a way it wouldn't because, like, you played so well. You won two games. You almost won a third game. Like, you were really – you were right there versus, like, getting absolutely blown out. You know, honestly, I don't remember if I was up to one or down to one. Right. It might have been down to one. And, you know, so it was, it was, a, good, it was an even match. Yeah. Um, and yeah, gave us a chance, but it was just uh, obviously, yeah, it was just a, a fate that you know, in a, in the big picture, it was you know, if the number seven guy had gone out and pulled off a win, then you know, I wouldn't have to worry about it. You know? <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, yeah, it was it was down to that, and I was, you know, like I said, it was, we we're you know, we we're the last guys out. It was I remember it was just like you know, it was long, you know, sort of hot courts and. You know, it's the middle of winter, and um, you know you're the second guys on, so you're waiting and waiting and waiting for you know not knowing when the first guys are going to get done, and then you know finally got out and it was a long match, and it's just that's that's the way it unfolded. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's too bad, but um, you know it's uh, it's not like banished me from any you know uh, Yale society or anything like that. It's just you know. But it would be a lot more fun if, if we could, you know, you celebrate a win at right. the uh, reunions or whatever. And uh, like you said, that was a sort of end of hardball and stuff. So um, I know it would, I know Dave would have been, you know, uh, just ecstatic to, you know, add that to his uh, collection. But uh, yeah. Tall, what do you remember about this? Was your sophomore year, junior year? Sophomore year. Sophomore year. Uh, 
And had you had you uh, played Jamie Dean before, or was this the first time you ever met him? Or no, I think it was the first time we uh, uh, we played, and it was uh, and it was at at Harvard or it was at Yale. It was at Yale. That's right. And it was the the last game of the uh, the match of, 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 of the, of oh, the, the se- season. The season, right? And basically, you know, we were both uh, undefeated, right. Harvard and and Yale. And this was the, the a final, big, a big, a big game. Yeah. And you guys were you're playing number one. No, oh, I, you're was playing, three. I was playing number three, and the way uh, it worked, so Yale went 4-1 up. It matches, so that basically they needed one, Only more, one, more. Yeah. one more game to win, and uh, then uh, we won two games, and we were, uh, was, they were 4-3 up, and then it was just Joe Kaplan uh, on one court and myself on the other, and Joe Kaplan won, so it was 4 all. And you were and just in the beginning, or not too far along in your match. Not too far along because we, you know, we had long rallies, and um, it was it was very close. Uh, so we were the last two standing, and uh, and then everyone was basically on that uh, came and, and watched the scores. And you know, and I still remember I have this vivid memory of people looking from the top. Uh, looking down, and I was actually concerned that some people may fall because there were people on top of them also looking down. And so it was a, a, a packed uh, and gallery. This is and yell, they're yelling, right? Yell, yelling, and um, you know, just the few uh, Harvard students there and few you know, parents were there making as much noise as they could. But, but still, a, a it was real a minority, ho- hostile, hostile uh, uh, crowd. Right. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> and. This is, you're playing hardball. I mean, this is like the, one of the last times you're ever going to play this That's right. version that you hadn't really played a lot. It was the last year that hardball yeah. was played, 94. Yeah. yeah. And were you, what, like, what was happening in the match? you remember, like, was he doing something that was bothering you? Were you doing, like, were you hitting boasts? Were you hitting three? Like, what were you, what was happening? Do you remember any of the Yeah, I do remember. So, you know, strategy? I, uh, so I played hardball but I played softball because that was my, my game so my goal was to wear him down long 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 rallies and right. he was attacking so I was basically retrieving and he was attacking and, and this is what went on and the rallies actually that played in my favor the rallies were, were very long and, and, and intense and, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. but then he just got too, too close for comfort I must say well he I think do you remember the game scores for like uh, up to the fifth game do you remember what happened was he ahead you were ahead no, I don't remember the game scores. I remember he was ahead in the in, in the, the fifth, fifth game. That's right. Yeah, um, that, that I remember very clearly. Uh, he had a, a few few match balls. Yes. Yeah. Um, Do you remember what happened during those match balls? Um, I think I remember it most because my uh, teammates described it to me afterwards. Afterwards, which is a good thing because I really entered a you know a state of uh, flow. Uh, yeah. I, I was I was in the game really focused and. Um, and again, the and there's no went video, on, on, so you do, you, there's no way for you to remember no, no. except for what you remember. Yeah, but it was. Um, I rem- You know what, what's interesting? You know when when I thought about it after, I became nervous. But during the game, I wasn't nervous. And I think I think um, you know both of us were really into it, and it was uh, it was it was it was an intense game. That's interesting. Like you got nervous after saying, "Oh my God, I almost lost," which yeah. would have meant Harvard had lost. Yeah. Yeah. But at the time, you weren't thinking, oh, it's for all. Do you remember what um, Billy Doyle said, said to you in between games? Or did, were you just in, yeah, a, in I, a zone? I do, I do remember. First of all, yeah, I was in the zone. But, but, but what Bill Doyle said, you know, just play your game. Just rail. Length. 
yeah. over and over again and then let, let him make the mistakes because th that, was, that was my game. Yeah. Uh, that was my game in softball. And I was always, uh, you know, I was, I was fit. Uh, yeah. I wasn't a great uh, shot player. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, in hardball, I had to do to do the same retrieve. So, do you remember those last couple of points? Because he was up, uh, I think, in the tiebreaker, and he had three or four that's match right. balls. Yeah, that's right. You, you do you remember that, what happened? Where you had three match balls, and yeah. then uh, uh, we had a very long rally. Uh, which uh, I won with a with a rail, mm. um, and then it was uh, for all or for double. All. It was double match point, I think. Yeah, he, he, yeah. So he he was uh, so he was a four two up, mm. and then and then it was for all, and then uh, I served a lob uh, serve, a lob serve, yeah. and uh, he he hit the the tin and it was over, and uh, you know I remember at that time it was. Um, I mean, the, you know, obviously the, the Harvard uh, uh, contingency was screaming, and the, the, my, my fellow teammates around the court, and, and you know, and, and obviously were very happy. But it was other than that, it was complete silence there. Because, you know, the, the yell crowd, the vast majority, um, silent. And you know, I, I, I look at that experience, and you know, obviously, you know, I had a strong emotion, and, and Jamie had a, a strong emotion. And, you know, I look back from the perspective of, what was it? 24 years now. 20, wow, 24 <laughs> years. And, um, and, and, and I think also about what I've learned over the years uh, in psychology. And what, what I've learned is that strong emotional experiences, and the interesting thing is it doesn't matter whether they're positive or negative experiences, whether it's of uh, pain or joy have the potential to take you in a different direction. When I say different direction, they can take you in a positive or a negative direction. So there are many people who tell stories of their best life experience, um, and it turned out to be their worst life experience. Whereas there are many people who talk about a great experience, and it, 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 it takes them in a, in a positive direction. And the same for painful experiences. Um, and why is that? And I only learned that uh, a year, uh, uh, well, years later from one of my mentors who said that what brings about change, what brings about change is when all the balls are up in the air, when it's messy. Now, what do strong emotions do? They, they throw you off, whether it's, um, you know, whether you're love struck and it throws you off or whether you're experiencing very deep pain of a loss, for example. Uh, and I'm talking about, you know, losing a losing a person close to you. Sure. Yeah. So these strong events, again, positive or negative, pleasurable or painful, uh, can be formative experiences. And, um, you know, and, 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 and again, this is one thing that, 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 that I teach, and, and, and I say to people, use these experiences, whatever they are. Um, and one of the... Instead of running away from it and being like, ah! No, absolutely. Just um, experience them fully. Yeah. So, you know, whether, you know, if it's tears of joy or tears of pain. Yeah. Um, afterwards, look back, see what happened. Yeah. Um, see yeah. what you can learn from it and how you can grow from it. Because these are potentially your um, most important growth experiences. And did that happen for you with that match? Yeah. And specifically what happened to me was, uh, you know, that... Before that, I was, um, you know, struggling to feel part of the part of the team, because you know I was always an individual player. So yeah, I played on the you know the Israeli national team, but that's not a 
you know, we, we, we train together once in a while, we play tournaments together, but it wasn't the intense experience of a of, team of, of college yeah. where you're together, you know, day in, day out, weekends together. Uh, in the van. In the yeah. van, exactly. In the van playing liars poker. <laughs> um, so um, it's a very intense, and I didn't really uh, connect, but I think that, that that experience connected the team, and, and, and or at least connected yeah. me to the team. And uh, it became... Um, and, and by the way, I think it would have happened uh, if I lost as well, because it was a strong emotional experience, and that was the important thing. You know, it's in a sense we, we, we saw each, each other without the um, the facade, yeah. Because you're you know you're raw, right. so you know I was crying there, and you were uh, crying. I was I was in tears. Um, wow. You know, and the, the only other time when I you know cried on the squash court was. Uh, well, actually, there were twice. Once was uh, a positive when I first won my, my the national championships, the Israeli national championships, and the other time was when uh, when I lost the, the Israeli national championships to Johnny Kay, who later played at Harvard. <laughs> um, so, but you know, these are very powerful experiences, and um, and and we shouldn't discard them. They're important. Yes. You know, it's not for nothing that the word uh, emotion has within it the word motion. Emotion moves you. These are the times that can move you. And, and where does it move you? Well, that depends on where you direct these moments. And it's your cognitive interpretation of these moments that can direct that motion in a positive or a negative direction. Regardless of what actually happened at, at the time, whether you know a, a, a parent dies, um, you lose a match, you win a match, it's, it's, it's how you... Uh, it doesn't matter what actually happened. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, I've had, um, you know, joyful experiences uh, since and very painful experiences uh, since in, mm. in different domains, whether it's professional, whether it's personal. Right. And, um, and, and these are always remember, you know, these are, are, are precious moments, as painful as they are or as joyful mm. as they are. They're precious moments that we can learn and grow from. And don't run away from them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the van ride home? Do you remember... Anything you know that later that weekend, you know, what yeah. like so. So I remember, um, you know, obviously I was very happy, and I remember telling the team. So I, w- I was never, uh, you know, a, a drinker. Rah, rah. Oh, okay. I was never, yeah. you know, I never drank, never got drunk in my life. And I told the team, you know, they were always taking me out, and I said, you know, if we win, the, the following weekend there was uh, and, and the, the weekend yeah, for the national the national the, team yeah, tournament. Yeah. yeah, and and we met um, Western Ontario, yeah. I think, yeah. in, the, in, yeah. in the final. And, and I told them before that weekend, if we win that, I'll drink as much as you want me to. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> Again, we won, win. <laughs> we won 5-4. And did they make me drink? And, and I, no, I'll, I'll never forget that. <laughs> so, That's funny. And uh, you haven't seen Jamie since, right? I have not. No, actually, I'd, I'd love to catch up with yeah. him. Well, yeah. I, I, there's a bond there. Both of you guys going through this like crucible together... Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, all these people on top of you, like like you're in this gladiatorial moment. Yeah. And uh, and as you say, like win or lose. I mean, now 24 years later, it it didn't matter whether you yeah. won or lost, right? Like, but exactly. it's it's how you approached yeah. it. It's also you know you know so I I, I saw Johnny K after many years mm. uh, in in Israel, and again we have a special bond because we experienced a similar similar That's moment. Right. You know, this time right. I lost. Um, That's right. Uh, but still, a special bond, and and 
Yeah, and, and, and you know, this is a wonderful thing about, about, about sports. It really brings people together, whether it's the, you're on the same team or in, on, an, on an opposing team. You, know, you went through something special together. And you won the intercollegiates two years later? Uh, yeah, was, a year was, after. Was that a more important win for you? No. Or, or was that th- this moment at Yale winning that was like the height of your... Yeah, it was. It was definitely the, of, your, of your squash career. In terms of at, my squash career, yes, because yeah. it defined my Harvard squash career. You know, before that, I wasn't. I wasn't that involved. I became in, much more involved ah, no. thanks to Bill Doyle. Um, before that, and this is why you know it was so important for me to uh, to be there for the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, I'd, I'd won individual tournaments before. Right. You know, I was on the you know, world circuit. I won a, some some big tournaments right. as well. Um, so obviously, you know, I was very happy winning the the intercollegiates, but it wasn't. Uh, it was an individual event. Uh, the, yeah. This was the first time that I, I felt like I was was there for the team. And 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 by the way, this this actually made a made a difference. Being part of the team. I'm not talking about that win in particular. Again, win or lose, it doesn't matter. But the next um, two and a half years on the team. Um, it was a very special, very special experience. Experience for me, actually, the most important experience for in, in my, my, my my four years at Harvard. You know, people today ask me, so what was the best course that you took right. at Harvard? And, and I always say my best course was uh, was squash 101. You know, my four years on the squash team, and they ask me, and who was your best professor? And I say, Bill Doyle, most important professor I had at Harvard. Outside the Glass would like to thank our producer, Grant Irving, our social media manager, Laurel Holly, and all our loyal listeners who have reviewed and rated the podcast, shared their enthusiasm for it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and most importantly, has spread the word by talking about Outside the Glass with their squash buddies.